Hey, Faith. Do you like scary movies? No. You ruined the joke. The late night fright begins now. Only on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. Cozy Corner, Public Radio. It's the witching hour. Time for the late night fright. With your host, Dan and Faith. Welcome to the Late Night Fright. We are having a little bit of weather here in Cozy Corner, so our station mascot and pet bell is walking the floor, so you might hear a little click-click. I am Dan, your host, and with me is the owner of the Cozy Cafe, Cozy Corner's favorite coffee shop. Please welcome my co-host, everyone's favorite barista, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Now the news. The Cozy Corner Society of Dark Wizards will be hosting their annual meet and greet this Saturday at the Public Library. If you've been hexed, cursed, or just want a cupcake, they want you to stop by and say hello. The Dark Wizards Society of Cozy Corner, not affiliated with the Cozy Corner Society of Dark Wizards, and they want me to stress that, will be hosting their annual meet and greet at the same time right across the street in the Parkwright parking lot. Hopefully they've worked out their differences. We all remember what happened last year. Forty days of darkness and we all live to tell the tale. I'm still finding locust shells in my backyard. Cozy Corner's favorite resident psychic, Antoine Duplay, is releasing his first book, In the Palm of Your Hand, Fortune Telling for Dummies. Antoine's self-published book is set to hit stores next week and will be available here in Cozy Corner at both Madame Hill's Juju Emporium and the Dark Depository. This is Antoine's second book, his first was a metaphysical cookbook entitled The Duplay Souffle. Hey, Faith. Did you know I'm psychic? I did not. I can tell you what you did last night. What did I do? You went to the King's Palace Drive-In Theater. I did. I saw you there. After 50 years, the King's Palace Drive-In Theater on Sacred Burial Road is shutting down to make way for the new Welsh Jennings facility. Over the next four weeks, they'll be showing... Classics, old favorites, so if you get the chance, go on down to take one last walk down memory lane and catch a flick or three. Do you want to tell them what we saw last night? I do. What did we see? Scream! That's right, we saw the 1996 movie Scream, directed by Wes Craven, the director of such films as The Last House on the Left, Swamp Thing, The People Under the Stairs, and a movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't seen that one. Have you seen that one, Faith? No, I have not. We should maybe get around to watching A Nightmare on Elm Street. We're just kidding. It's one of our favorites. Uh, the movie was written by Kevin Williamson, who went on to create Dawson's Creek. It starred David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Rose McGowan, Drew Barrymore, and Johnny Depp. I mean, Skeet Ulrich. It grossed $100 million at the American box office and adjusted for inflation. That's about $200 million, which is what A Star is Born made. So there's your comparison. Uh, it revitalized the horror genre. It played in theaters for about eight months. It used established stars, which was kind of unheard of at the time. 
But none of this really matters. Faith, what did you think of Scream? I loved Scream. So did I. How long had it been since you had seen it? Mm, maybe four or five years. It, it had been about four or five years since I had seen it, too, and I forgot how much fun it was. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't even pick up on the first time, because I've only seen it maybe two or three times my whole life. I, you were saying something earlier before we went on the air that you didn't think of it as a horror movie so much as you did a... Comedy. And so do I. And there's a lot of fun stuff in the movie. And a lot of the fun stuff comes from how aware the movie is that it is a horror movie. Right. I just... It, being a slasher theme, they consider it... I wouldn't, because it just it's more of a teen comedy movie to me. It's not as gory as Michael Myers or something like that. Now, what did you like the most about it outside of the comedy horror elements working together and the self-referential nature of what was going on here? Do you know what I really like best about the movie? Tell me. When Billy actually becomes psycho in the kitchen. Don't you mean Johnny Depp? Yes, Johnny Depp. <laughs> That is my favorite part, though, when he actually becomes his true self, no mask, and he is just complete. He's tragic. He is tragic, and I was I was noticing this, and I want to get into this a little more uh, when I talk about some of Wes Craven's other work, but the thing that makes him tragic to me is that it comes from a very human part. He's, I don't know, would you call him a monster? No, not necessarily. Because it's not just he is dark just because. He has an actual reason. There's there's not a comic book villain origin for him. Mm-hmm. He's He wasn't this guy stalking these kids on Elm Street and then something bad happened. And right. he got burned. And, and, you know, so many villains have that tragic backstory. He does have tragedy in his, in his background. But the tragedy is very human. Mm-hmm. And it's very real. And... I actually felt it when when he was telling her how he felt about things, and I actually felt it coming off of him that he was hurting because of what happened to his family. Right. Um, also, one of my favorite parts, too, is when they're upstairs, and he says, life is like a movie. You can't always pick your genre. There's right. just something about that line that, I don't know, I really enjoy <laughs> Right, I, I, it's, it's a very smart script. It's very, it's very literate. Uh, my favorite part is I like the first ten or so minutes when Drew Barrymore dies. I like that entire sequence. I like the way that it's written. I like the way that it's shot. I like her in it. She's very good in it. I agree. Um, what I like most about it, though, how it functions in the story is it works the same way that Janet Lee and Psycho. Dying in the shower worked. It works in this movie because Janet Lee was a huge star at the time for anybody who doesn't know. And she dies about halfway through the movie. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Psycho, go rent it now. Actually, go buy it. Um, and so all bets are off at that at that point. You don't know who who's going to live, who's going to die. And Drew Barrymore had reestablished herself as an adult star at this time and they killed Gertie from E.T. in the first 10 minutes and they did it <laughs> they did it pretty brutally and it's I think it's very clever I think that 
entire sequence is filmmaking 101 and anyone who is studying film or wants to study film uh, or perhaps get into horror movies, this is a great place to do it. And one thing that I really liked, and tell me what you think about this, because this is going to open up, I think, another line of, of thought here. The very first shot in the movie is the telephone. Uh-huh. And when I think of Scream and I think of the villain, when you think of Freddy Krueger, you think of the glove. When you think of Jason, you think of the machete. Michael Myers loves his knives. Uh-huh. Scream, Ghostface, yeah, he kills with a knife, but what is the real weapon? The telephone. The telephone, and that's the very first shot in the movie. And I think that entire that entire sequence is so well done and definitely worth another look and just shows just how brilliant Wes Craven is. And speaking of Wes Craven, I want to bring up some points about his previous work and how they kind of filter into this and... One of my favorite films of all time is A Nightmare on Elm Street. And when you look at Nancy in A Nightmare on Elm Street and you look at Sydney in Scream, there's a lot of similarities because Sydney is coming to terms with the fact that her mother is not exactly who she thought she was. She was not virtuous. She was not righteous. She was, for lack of a better word, the town whore. And she is, is having to come to terms with that. And she's dealing with something here. She didn't create this situation, but she's having to deal with it. And Nancy in A Nightmare on Elm Street did not burn Fred Krueger back in the day, but he's back to wreak his vengeance on her. And so I think there's something about these two young women. They're having to deal with things that happen off screen. And it's really about their passage into adulthood and accepting accepting what is about to happen to them in the future and getting past putting the past in its place and moving on into the future and i think that's something that that runs through elm street and definitely runs through scream now i know you're a halloween fan Mm -hmm. and halloween 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 (laughs) is a huge running theme through this movie so do you want to talk about the way halloween plays in the scream yeah i I, like I said, I've seen it maybe a hand, not even a handful of times in my life, and I don't know if I've ever actually picked up on the Halloween playing in, in the background while people are being murdered in this house, and it's play by play with what's happening in the movie on the TV, with what's happening in this house, even with the music playing. Even using the original even John the Carpenter original, yep. score, which I thought was was brilliant. It's very clever. And they made, uh, again, the self-referential nature of this movie. Uh, I think it's Rose McGowan at one point during the film asks if she's in a Wes Carpenter movie and like I said it's it's so much fun and part of the fun of it too is the mystery element you're trying to figure out who's who but then they keep layering the horror movie references on and they keep talking about the rules and again it had been a while since I had seen it and I was watching it going this is also true Yes, yes. They keep bringing up Jamie Lee Curtis characters. They bring up the rules, and they they do that in the sequels, I believe. We're not going to talk about those today, though. We're only focusing on the original, often imitated and never duplicated Scream. Um, So let's talk about Ghostface, the character. Let's talk about the mask. You have some thoughts on the mask. Yeah, I I don't like the mask for some, some reason. I don't know. It doesn't scare me. Like, I feel like it should. Right. Now, now... It's more of a, like, I look at it and I want to giggle. If that makes any sense. It's kind of well, like, oh, makes... that's silly looking. It's not like, oh, he's terrifying. It's, it's just more... It's not creepy. It's, it's not creepy. Looking. It's not creepy terrifying. Mm-hmm. There's something... 
I don't want to say sweet about it, but there's something that's kind of It's comic. childlike, very innocent looking. Very childlike, mm-hmm. and it does look like an emoji. It does, it does. It, it does look like an emoji. <laughs> now, back back at uh, Halloween, we actually were able to go to the King's Palace Drive-In, and we saw the original 1978 Halloween, and... One of the things that we talked about after we saw that movie was the mask in particular. And I made the comment that I forgot just how lifeless and creepy that mask is. There is absolutely no emotion on that face. And was it the scene in the kitchen where he where he stabs the guy on the wall and mm-hmm. he kind of turns his head like a dog? Yeah, that's, that's And I leaned over and I said, <laughs> I forgot how absolutely terrifying that the no emotion and maybe you know a lot of that has to do with the design of the mask and you know William Shatner was the template for that mask the Captain Kirk so that could be Captain Kirk yeah maybe we're all scared of Captain Kirk I think we're all scared of Captain Kirk we love Captain Kirk no offense toward any Trekkies which we are so anyway moving on um so Halloween runs through it uh, a lot of references to other movies did you have a good time watching it i did i had a great I time a watching wonderful it time. i want to watch this movie again me too I almost i almost did i almost went back in and watched it she did i had to stop her mm-hmm. she i said no you have to be up in the morning to open the cozy cafe cozy corners favorite coffee shop and she agreed with me, but we might uh we, we we might watch it again, you know, inclement weather is on its way, so we might just have to cozy up in cozy corner with another viewing of Scream. So all right, well, we are getting ready to go to the phone lines. I see it is lighting up. Faith, you ready to take a phone call? I am. All right, here we go. You're on the late night fright with Dan and Faith. Go ahead. Am I on? Am I on? You're on. I am Lothar! High Prince of the Dark Elves, Keeper of the Blue Flame of Eternity, Heir to the Order of Merlin, Lothar, he who will bring about the third transit of the Black Dawn. Greg, is that you? Um, no. It is Lothar! No, you're Greg Huffleplank. We went to high school together. I'm Lothar! You're Greg. You asked me to the prom. Hey, Faith. What's up, Greg? Not too much. Hey, uh, do you guys have any cake balls at the coffee shop? No. Rats! Cake balls are delicious! Greg? It's Lothar! Lothar? What's on your mind? Oh, alright. First off, love the show! Second, this call serves as a warning! I have been dismissed by both the Cozy Corner Society of Dark Wizards and the Dark Wizard Society of Dark Wizards. This slight will not stand. I have cast a spell. A spell so powerful the seas will boil. The mountains will crumble. The dead will rise and walk the earth once again. Cozy Corner, your end is at hand. <laughs> is that it? Also, Faith, uh, do you think you'd want to go bowling with me and my Magic the Gathering buddies? Um, how am I supposed to do that if the world ends? Good point. The end is at hand, Cozy Corner! 
Well, before any other ex-boyfriends call in, this would be a good place to take a break. He's not my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. See you on the other side. We'll be back, if the world doesn't end. <laughs> the lawsuits have been paid, and Welsh Jennings is coming to Cozy Corner. I'm Michael Kane, Welsh Jennings, offering future solutions to yesterday's problems. Welsh Jennings, we want to be your friend, you can never have enough friends. Welsh Jennings. Welsh Jennings, I'm Michael Kane, Welsh Jennings. This is Todd Wick, former Hells Angel, ordained minister, and owner of Holy Smoke, Cozy Corner's premier Christian vape shop. Join me every Sunday at 7 a.m. right here on WKML as we discuss the latest in vape juices and salvation. Tell them what we've got this week, Shasta. That's my wife. We got blueberry cheesecake vape and Psalm 34.8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one that takes refuge in him. Now you're vaping, brother. Holy smoke. Every Sunday at 7 a.m. Only on WKMF. Cozy Corner. Public Radio. Hey, Faith. Yeah? Who did the zombie take to prom? I don't know who. His ghoul friend. Boo. We'll be right back. This is Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. If you are getting it on, thinking about getting it on, or perhaps have just gotten it on, then Afterglow is the show for you. Join me as I play the best classic soul and R&B slow jams. My show is responsible for having made more babies than any show in the history of shows. Fact. My show is also responsible for having played the 1972 Tower Power classic Still a Young Man more than any show in the history of shows. Fact. Come get it on with me, Bobby, every Friday night after the late night fright. Afterglow. Love that, Bobby. Yeah, I know. WKMF cannot verify the validity of any claims made by Bobby, but we do urge you to listen to his show. We now return to the late night fright with your hosts, Welcome back, everybody, to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. So, final thoughts on Scream. Let's talk about our favorite performance. Favorite performance. My favorite performance. My favorite performance and my favorite character are actually different. My favorite character is Dewey. It's very hard Mine not too. to love Dewey. <laughs> 
He's he's something right out of a Scooby Doo yep. cartoon. Favorite performance, and I think we're the same on this. Yep. Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers, Courtney Cox. Monica owned that movie. She steals every scene she's in. I think she's wonderful. She's brilliant. She is absolutely brilliant. If I could have played any role in Scream, I would have picked the Gail Weathers role. You'd wear a skirt? And heels. Oh, the phone lines are lighting up again. We have another phone call. Faith, are you ready to go back to the phone lines? The last one was was quite a wingdinger. (laughs) Maybe it's Lothar. Maybe... Maybe he's changed his mind. Maybe he wants to take you out for Tex-Mex, too, huh? No, I'm good. All right. Let's hope it's not another ex-boyfriend. You are on the phone with the Late Night Fright here on WKMF Cozy Corner Radio. Hello, Diamond Faith. This is Antoine Duplass, psychic. Oh, hi there, Antoine. Very good to hear you, Faith. Dan, very good to talk to you, too. Hello, Antoine. What's on your mind? First, I want to thank you for plugging my new book and also for mentioning my other book, The Duplice Souffleur. I have several copies still available in the trunk of my car. It is a 1978 Chevette. I do not have a gas cap for it, so it does have a wash rag where the cap would be, so you'll know it's my car. I have several copies ready i'm very excited about the new book but that is not why i have called why'd you call then i have had a very extreme psychic feeling down in the face that you will not finish tonight's show oh no what's gonna happen it is terrible. You, I, I, I just have feelings at this point, but something wicked your way comes. Antoine to play out. All right. Well, thank you for calling, Antoine. Very interesting caller tonight. Did you hear something? Maybe. Like a like a. Like a scratching, like a like a a low growl, Mm -hmm. like a like a guttural death rattle. Yeah, I think I hear it. You hear it? Yeah, I I I hear it too. Well, we're gonna investigate what that is, but while we do that, we have something very special. This is this is an exclusive to the late night fright. We are very excited about this. Our resident songwriter, Weird Gal. And I'm going to be honest, we don't know who she is. Mm-mm. She just sends in cassette tapes. And I mean that. She sends in cassette tapes. Memorex cassette tapes. And so this one arrived actually this morning. She was Usually she's on the ball. Usually they're here two, three days early. We actually haven't listened to this yet. But we did break out the Tascam tape player. And we're going to... We're gonna, I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to hear it. We are going to have an exclusive here on the show, the world premiere of Weird Gal's new song, Chum Together. I cannot wait. Can you wait, Faith? I cannot wait. We'll be back. Hip 
Specializing in amulets, talismans, and spell books. Madame Hill's Juju Emporium, located on Sacred Burial Road next to King's Drive In Theater. Madame Hill's Juju Emporium. Juju for you, you.
faith. What are they showing at the King's Palace Drive-In next week that we'll be talking about? Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Excellent. The remakes. We'll be back. Hey everybody, this is Ross Roberts. Ever since Cozy Corner Public Television lost their funding, the good old people over there at WKMF were nice enough to take me in and give me a home. Join me every Sunday morning after Holy Smoke as I paint another masterpiece. And don't you worry, I know you can't see what I'm painting, but I'm going to describe it to you in perfect detail along with other things I see around town, like the men in black that work for that new Welsh Jennings Corporation, those black masses going on in the woods off of Old Sacred Barrel Road, and that really good-looking girl that slings coffee down at the Cozy Cafe. I'd, I'd like to paint her, if you know what I mean. Join me, Ross Roberts, for what I'm seeing Sundays on WKMF. What did you think of Chum Together by Weird Gal, Faith? I have no words. I don't have words either. I am still processing that. So, you know, we've, we're have we almost to the end of the show, so Antoine may have been off on that. And I do see that the phone line is lighting up. You ready to take another call, Faith? I'm ready. I'm ready, too. All right, you are on the Late Night Fright with Dan and Faith here on WKMF Cozy Corner Radio. Yeah, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, it's Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the Late Night Fright. Yeah, I'm host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the Late Night Fright. Anyway, got a few things to say. First off, Nev Campbell for life. Love it, love it. She could make a reservation for a party of five at a restaurant, but I just wanted to be the two of us, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, Mm -hmm. we, we, we know what you're saying. Bobby, what's up? Anyway, uh, me and my good friend Robbie, we was down at uh, Hammerhead Hanks. We was doing karaoke tonight. By the way, why they call it Hammerhead Hanks? Is that like code for something? Like, I mean, why don't you just go ahead and call it Mushroom Head Mites? You know what I'm saying? Bobby, you you really shouldn't say that. Yeah, well, okay, I'm sorry, okay? Sometimes I get away from myself, you know? So anyway, so we was down there doing karaoke, and uh, Robbie, he got up, and he did Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, because he loves Bon Jovi, you know what I'm saying? And uh, anyway, so I got up, and I did uh, Foreigners, uh, I Want to Know What Love Is, because, I mean, who doesn't love that track, right? So anyway, I was up there singing, I want to know what love is, right? I'm like really getting into it, you know? And this girl, she starts giving me the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Faith, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. By the way, Faith, where are we on that cake ball situation? (sighs) I I don't know, Bobby. Anyway, moving on, right? So she was giving me the eye. So, you know, I took her down to my favorite spot. You know, and that's right there by the old graveyard, you know, over there on Sacred Burial Road. So, yeah, so we down there, you know, we kind of get into it. You know, I'm playing You're Still a Young Man by Tower Power because, you know, I play her on my show all the time. That is my favorite song, and my show has played that song more than any other show in the history of shows. Fact, don't care what the WKMF guy says about the validity of my statements anyway, right? So we down there, and we taking care of business, right? And I'm going to tell you something, man. So we started hearing something, you know, and I look up and like, and like these people are like rising out of the graves, right? Like they're just coming right up out the ground. I'm telling you, there is some weird shit going on. Bobby, you, you, you can't say that on the air. Oh, 
okay, I'm sorry, there's some strange shit going on, right? I mean, these, these people, they just, like, coming up out the ground, looking like the Thriller music video, you know, cobwebs and dusty, you know, animals, creepy crawlies, coming out their ears and their eyes and the nose, you know? I mean, some of these people, you know, they could use some of that Kruger Care skin cream that you was talking about just a minute ago. So anyway, uh, I'm calling to tell you, I might be a little late for my show, but I'll be there, and there is just some weird shit going on. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Get away from me, you want death son bitch! I will kick your ass! Do not touch my head! I paid enough money for this! Anyway, just call for me. I'll be there when I get there. Well, I hope Bobby's okay. Do you do you hear something? I think I do. It sounds closer. It does. It sounds like it's actually in the studio. I know. Take a look out the studio door window. Okay. Oh my god, they're here! Oh, it looks like Lothar spell worked, and Antoine was right. We're not going to finish the show. Hey, your boyfriend's spell worked. That little son of a... Hey, everybody, it's Dan from the Late Night Fright. Be sure to check out our website, LateNightFright.com, and subscribe to our email list. Also, check us out on Instagram at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Sweet dreams. See you on the other side.